Welcome to the Ignite the Light podcast. I am your host, Alicia, 23 years old, and we are based out of Phoenix, Arizona. It's actually getting cool now, so what a time to be alive. But I went to school in San Diego, and I gave my life to Christ when I was 11. But let's be real, I was pretty conformed. Don't know what I was doing out there and those screeps. It wasn't until after I graduated did really the Holy Spirit convict me. And he asked me when I was going to stop living my life for myself and start living for him. So I moved back to Arizona and have been out here ever since falling more in love with my Savior. Ignite the Light, a.k.a. ITL's mission, is to ignite others to strive for Christ-like living and loving others through our testimonies, experiences, and, of course, humor. (laughs) We envision igniting youth and young adults across the world to be unashamed of their God-given light and using their light to grow the kingdom of God. We have to keep top of mind here at ITL that the only reason why we have a light is to point people to Christ. Saving souls for Jesus is an eternal work, and we believe that someone's light can be ignited from hearing this podcast, or they go out and ignite someone else's light. So it'll be awesome, and we don't take this work lightly. Jesus says that the Great Commission is to go out and make more disciples, and I never want myself or any of our listeners to spend another day of this short life not going all in for others. So I'm going to pray us in. Dear God, thank you for this beautiful, beautiful Sunday. We are just so blessed that you have chosen us as your people to just share all that you have done in our lives and give us courage. Please help this conversation bless you. We love you and we love everyone else. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, wow, wow. You guys hear that amen? Anyone? No. No, no one has, no one can hear. We're all deaf. It's okay. Sorry, Helen Keller. Um... What? No. No, it's not. Anywho, guys, we have Noah in the building. Let's get some snap. Snappy snaps. Oh, Noah's a mute. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Noah, why don't you tell us all about yourself? Because I know you, but but the masses, the masses don't know you. So they're about to find out. Well, my name is Noah. I'm oh, shocker! At Nerdin Prep. NDP, go Saints. <laughs> Some of my hobbies and passions. Uh, I like to play football. Shocker! Um, I mean, I played basketball and track in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not this year. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Right now, I'm working at Lifetime. Ayo, yeah. shameless plug, shameless plug. Yeah, and then who's um, your boss? Who's my boss? Oh. Uh-oh. Um, I don't know. Casper. <laughs> uh, in my free time, I like to work out as well and also train for football. And then um, I live with my mom and dad. I have a dog as well. And then I also have a little brother. He's um, a junior. Hey, Matt. Hi, Matt. As you guys know, here at ITL, we asked our guests of season one. Who knows? The, the question could change in season two. That'd be crazy interesting only the top recruits make it to season two anyways we ask all our guests if you could tell one story to the world what would it be um if i could tell one story to the world it would be that your identity should not be in this world but it should be in christ alone Mm. what made you want to tell this story noah so i've learned that if you have your identity in this world things can go away really easily no matter what it is but if you put your identity into god you're gonna have happiness basically forever god's never gonna let you down 
unlike this world that will repeatedly break you over and over. Ain't that the truth? So as Noah and I were preparing for this episode, because y'all know here at ITL, we don't, we don't just go in blind. Mm-hmm. We, we cast vision for the episodes because where there is no vision, the, the people, people perish. perish. Yeah, yeah, snaps to that. Y- y'all, and the crazy thing is, whoa, crazy snapper. I don't even know what that verse is, but all I know, it's tucked right here in my heart. Mm-hmm. But I will be taking us to First John 2, 15 through 17, which reads, Do not love the world or the things in the world. Mm. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Ugh. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. Dang. Sheesh. Crazy. God said, Mike, drop. So the reason why we chose this one is obviously with identity, we get so, so many influences. Media people, everything telling us who to be, and it's of the world. Let's be real. So, Noah, has there ever been a time in your life that you've had, let's call it a little identity crisis, from accidentally putting too much value in who the world told you to be? I think a moment where I put too much value in the world, I think that really broke me. It was just in, like, past relationships. I feel like once those went away, I really lost who I was for a second because a lot of my identity was in those relationships. And once those went away, I didn't know who I was for a little bit. I think for a while, I tried to cope with even becoming more into this world instead of who God wanted me to be. It honestly just broke me more and more. Every single week, it got worse until I really started to come back to God with everything that I had. That's just something that really helped me. And I feel like I'm secure now with my identity being fully in Christ. Another thing that I've realized is that things I enjoy in this world, like football, it's a huge part of my life, that it can honestly all go away in an instant. I shouldn't really be living for football because, again, like football, there's so many ups and downs. It's part of the world, too, that it can just go away in an instant, one injury or one scenario in a game, and your football career can end. So I just got to really put my trust in the God. And even if something ever happens like that, I won't ever be fully broken because of it, because I have my identity in Christ. That's so cool. You know, I met you in the beginning of summer, where who would have even known that maybe you were going through this identity crisis that you said at the time, and we're trying to rediscover your passions and who you were and your personality. Something that I just wanted to say is, even when you were going through that time, you still brought so much light into my life. And I remember when you started with us, Shameless Plug Lifetime, Shameless Plug. Everyone really enjoyed you too. It was the kids, it was the other team members, and that's really powerful. And only later did I really find out that you were going through things. We have to keep top of mind that we never know what people are going through around us and the influences we have in each other's life. So all while you're going 
through this, <laughs> the word crisis is pretty intense, but crisis, the way I treated you, the way anyone treated you, it could have made or break. The influences that were in your life can either lead you to a path that is going to get you up that mountain finally, or just keep toppling back down. And like you said, you turn to a lot of different things at the time. And it's actually... I hate to use the word lucky, but we can only thank God that he loves you enough to pull you out of that and didn't keep you stuck in the way that you were. Because a lot of people might get stuck there for six months, a year. Thank goodness that you have made changes now and realize the importance of who your creator has called you to be. So pretty awesome. (laughs) So when was the moment, Noah, that it clicked for you? who you were in Christ. The first time I think it ever clicked for me was when I ended up going to worship night for the first time ever. That night, I actually went alone. Um, I heard about it through social media, but I didn't go with anyone that night. Honestly, I was like a little bit scared, a little bit worried at first, but I ended up showing up anyways. I walked in. I didn't know a lot of people too well, at least. I knew Christian and Devin. They like said what up to me at the door, and then I walked in, and then you, this is actually the first time I think I met you, or like really talked to you. Shocking. Um, uh, Was that encounter night. You really invited me. After that night, what I had experienced was really the true joy and happiness of God. After that night, I never wanted to leave it because I had no worries on my mind after that night. I got prayed over. I really felt just like at peace with myself after that night. And so much weight had been lifted off of my shoulders. I honestly took away so much from that night. And after that, I really just like wanted to invite everyone that God put on my heart to encounter night. And I just wanted to show everyone the the true joy I felt from that. I love that. Can't stay silent. I remember that night. What a night. What a night. We were all together, jumping, praising Jesus. I was like, talk kid, jump with us. (laughs) And did the talk it jump with us. It was pretty awesome. Once you have a radical encounter with God, you just can't stay silent. So we got two things from that. For one, show up to things alone. Sometimes all your friends may not be ready, but you never know what could be in store for you on the other side of that. Bravery of going to something alone. And second, I would like to say something. uh Honestly, like it's your relationship with God. Like you're relationship with God should it be dictated off of other people yeah unfortunately well yeah that is true because I feel like if dictate your relationship God off of other people that's kind of prideful in a sense right it is brain turning it is but you also have to realize that you know not everyone is able to do that a lot of people only do what their friends do and don't have confidence unfortunately that's just the way they were taught anything we do is what we're taught so i think it's awesome that you came without them (laughs) not without them anyway um the second thought i was is look around you i know very profound very profound look around people and what it means is you never know who you could meet who you could impact who You know, a lot of people can sometimes show up places looking at you and you don't even know it because maybe they didn't show up there with as many friends with you or maybe they're wondering, hey, what's that joy all about? I don't know. Look around you, invite other people in because you truly never know whose life you can impact in. Noah wouldn't be sitting here right now if if I didn't look around. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So we're going to brainstorm here. 
brainstorm. Oh, never know. Brain. Oh. A brainstorm is coming. <laughs> Sorry, corny joke. You never know. What are what are three ways, in your opinion, guys? We're no doctors here. You know. What are three ways to overcome an identity crisis? Dun dun dun. Ooh. Okay. That's a good question. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The first uh, way that I found that can really help with overcoming an identity crisis is finding that God has a purpose for you. Mm. So in Genesis one twenty seven, it says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And that just really means like God created you in his own image. He created you with a purpose to do something in this life. And he may put you in certain situations to have you fulfill that purpose. And everyone's purpose is just a little bit different. Um, He created us all differently. And that's what's so special about each and every person that we see day to day is that God has a different purpose for everyone. The second way that I really found Uh, help me overcome an identity crisis is that God is the only one who can bring you to happiness that actually lasts. Mm. Um, And really the first true way that I found this happened to me was after the first worship night. I literally couldn't stop smiling after that night. And honestly, it just taught me that like after everything that I go through, every struggle that I go through, I should just turn back to God. And even if I'm having like a hard day, just to like put on some worship music, Um, just to feel the presence of God a little bit and just to even pray about it a little bit. And that's truly what just helps me really overcome a a bad day. The third way I found that helped me overcome an identity crisis was just giving everything to God. Once you give everything to God, you truly feel free. You feel everything lifted off your shoulders. And it honestly feels like you don't have anything to worry about because it's all God's plan in the end and you may be worrying about things from your past or your future but really you just need to be in the moment because you never know what's going to happen on a day-to-day basis and that's why that just stems back to purpose like god has a purpose for you and that you can live for him each and every day not having to worry about what is to come in the future i love those three ways i hope you folks were taking notes. (laughs) A scripture that I wanted us to really look at was 2 Corinthians 5 through 17, which reads, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Thank the Lord. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Being a new creation sounds fantastic. Oftentimes when we are striving to come to Christ. We think that we have to do it all on our own, that we already have to have all our act cleaned up or we already have to have our mind straight. He wants us to come to him with all, you know, right in the midst of our identity crisis. He doesn't want us to come afterwards because we're never going to figure it out on our own. Like we said, you can turn to your own vices, but what it is, is truly studying what is this new creation all about? Because we think everything that we know is something that has been taught to us. And let's be real, everything that is taught to us in media, shows, TV, it's of the world. And we need to learn this new kingdom mindset. So what that's going to come from is reading the word. Reading the word sounds so daunting, but what are we, what are we reading right now, Noah? Right now, I'm reading through Psalms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not for a while. Shameless plug, Psalms. Oh. <laughs> we love Psalms. Psalms or Psalm? Which one? 
Psalms. Okay. One psalm. The world may never know. One psalm what? One psalm is a psalm, but like the whole thing is psalms. That's profound. That's profound. (laughs) (laughs) Profound. (laughs) Bars, bars, bars. Yes, Psalms is a great place to start the book of James. You read one thing every day. I read my little scripture every little. I read my scripture every day in a very small portion, and then I have some accountability with my friends and just send it to them that, hey, we got in our word. So that's something cool you can do. Also, being around people that inspire you. If you are the most faithful or striving person towards God in your friend group, there may that your growth may be a little stunted and take a lot longer, truthfully. So intentionally, you know, maybe go to a worship night, find a youth group, be with people that are older than you that inspire you and have already been through the same things that you've been through. Because, you know, if we're hanging around the same broken people, who's going to lift each other up? We should be really wanting to call each other up, not keep each other down. So intentionally finding great mentors is always something I recommend. And just to piggyback off of what Alicia said, another thing that helps me is just doing my devotionals every day on my Bible app. Um, I do it with one of my friends. And honestly, like he reminds me a lot to just get the Devo done. And he really keeps me accountable almost every day. It's like really impressive how he does it every single day. And then he always reminds me to get mine done. Doing the Devos like have really helped me a lot. Um, just growing my, in my faith and really trusting in God. I love that. Shameless plug, Bible app. You're welcome. (laughs) Something that we have to keep in mind here is Ignite the Light isn't just for the saved. It's also for the unsaved. And it's for the person that is going through the identity crisis right now. Because let's be real, it's a lot easier said than done trying to overcome something like this. And there's so many different factors. So what would you say, Noah, is your one piece of advice you'd give someone going through an identity crisis one piece of advice i could give to someone that's going through this or like an identity crisis is just like knowing that like this isn't all going to last for forever if you really turn back to god you're going to find happiness and that happiness is going to last you you're going to get through whatever you're going through and you know there's there's going to be good days and bad days but you just got to really put your faith in the god and give god everything And at the end of the day, you just have to realize that it's all God's plan. He has a perfect plan for you. Everything that happens isn't by mistake. And that he might be trying to teach you a lesson through whatever you're going through and whatever you're feeling. And honestly, whatever you're feeling, most of your feelings are always temporary. And whatever you feel from God is what you should be truly feeling. This is true. Cannot trust those feelings, people. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. They be lying. Colossians 3, 2 through 3 says, Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. I remember when I first ever heard that verse. I was like, I'm dead. Yeah. Emphasis on I'm dead. Yeah. But like, it just means like everything on this world, you're going to lose eventually. Like all the money that... You want all the it. money? I mean, like... Noah's dripping in cash, mind, guys. Mind, he like, said all my money, all my coins are gone. No, that just means, like, everything on this world is is gonna... You're gonna leave it behind someday. Like, all the money. <laughs> like, money, possessions you have, um, 
I mean, you just really have to give everything to God because what we have right now isn't really eternal. So. It's almost too not putting too much. Yeah. It's just, it's not that serious, bro. It's really not. It's not that serious. It's literally not that serious for you have died. Awkward. Exactly. Where do we go from here? The next question, though. Duh. So, since you're ready to answer the next question, we ask all our guests here on ITL this. Here it goes. Who do you relate to the most in the Bible and why? I think someone I can relate a lot to. In the you Bible. think or you know? I know. Okay, I just, I just wanted to make sure. I know someone oh. that I can relate to. Uh, um, the most in the Bible would be probably King David. Oh, I mean, do tell. Ooh, well, first of all, just because like right now I'm reading Psalms and ah, oh, it's it's good. It hits every Psalms time guy. I read it, yeah, every yeah, time. Yeah. But I mean, like just like knowing like who King David was, like they said he was a man after God's own heart. Okay, and they did say that. I really, I really like that because I feel like. Um, Are you the no man matter, after God's own heart? Yeah, and no oh. matter like what you go through, like you're gonna have to chase after God's own heart. You're gonna have to always turn back to God for confirmation through stuff, just whatever you're going through. There was also just like a lot of stress that King David had while he was ruling. He would always just give everything back to God, asking for his mercy. The position I'm in right now, like I can endure a lot of stress sometimes and be in a lot of stressful moments, but it all just feels better once you give everything to God and know that it's all God's plan. That's why I feel like I can relate to King David the most because he was always chasing after God and that's kind of who I want to be. And that's 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 why he's also like my favorite person in the Bible too as well. Ain't that the truth? We're big King David fans around said here. That? Ain't that the truth? That's crazy. Repeating oh. your words. Yeah, sometimes you say the same words. Everyone says the word the, um, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys won't get the pleasure of hearing me ums, or maybe you will. Maybe I'll leave some in to torment people. I mean, that's fine by me. That means the podcast is more pure. Are you saying it's impure with the ums? <laughs> no. Oh, I was just checking. God's hand is on this podcast. Thank you very much. Anywho, my good people of everywhere full circle moment what a oh this is a full circle moment why don't you tell us Ooh, okay dang we didn't even talk about that i know we didn't i was just like thinking about it right now like this really a, i had no idea you were thinking about that until it came out of your mouth well, oh. because i just thought about it That's what I said. oh if that makes sense i, I can't tell <laughs> mess with you oh so this is a full circle moment hmm. because, well, this has been in the plannings for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember the first day you told me about this when we were eating lunch. What did I tell you about? Um, so first we were eating, you were eating grapes. Every day of my life. Yep. And you're like, I need to tell you something. And then it took you like 10 minutes, but I was just like sitting there like, all right, yeah, you wanted to tell me how you wanted to start a podcast and this has been on your heart for a while. I think after that, we like started like planning the name and all that mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. planning like what we should get. It was almost Kingdom Ambassadors. There were some yeah. other crazy names. For what? The title. Oh yeah. What is it? Like 
hairs or something. Hairs? Oh, heirs. Oh, heirs. Heirs. Yeah, like kingdom, <laughs> like heirs. Like we were heirs to God's kingdom. Then we had yeah. to look up what heirs meant, yeah. you know? Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. That, took, that took a long time to figure out the name. It did. Yeah, we were planning for quite a while. And then after that, we went to like getting the stuff. And that took a while. Oh, my goodness. Boy, did it. We're waiting. Oh. We're waiting on our sponsors, people. Yeah. And now we're here. Went by so fast. <sighs> did it? It did. But for some parties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Noah parties. blinked and he was sitting here. Yeah. On the backbone of this operation. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's crazy. What a time to be alive. But what I'll tell you guys, people, thing, what I'll tell you guys, people, it's kind of crazy. What I'll tell you guys is who you tell your dreams to is so important. Imagine if, imagine if you in that moment would have been like, boo. That's such a bad idea. (laughs) Or wasn't listening or I don't know. As he said, it took me 10 minutes. If I'm nervous, it takes me a long time to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, and. I was just like, Lord, please give me the patience. Oh, (laughs) every day of his life with me. It's okay. It's okay. The Lord be granting to those who call out for him. So thank goodness we've made it this far. But be careful who you tell your dreams to. And if someone does tell you their dream, be kind to them. Like the tall boy. Who's a tall boy? You from Encounter Night. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Slow moment. (laughs) Short term memory. Are we sure? Are we sure? Okay. Time to do our, our goodbyes. No. Another episode coming to a close of ITL, which stands for... Ignite the light. Hey, don't be slow, people. Sometimes people ask me what ITL means and I get a little nervous. Yeah, you gotta ignite that light in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Matthew 5, 14 through 16. Recite it now. Um, you are the... You are the lamp. I thought it was like you were the light of the the world. We could at least start with that. You were the light. Isn't it like you were the light on the top of like a hill or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were the light of the world. A city set on a hill. Oh, shall not be hidden. Thinking about hill or something like that. Nor should a lamp be placed underneath a basket. In the same way, let your light shine (laughs) to all the people that are in the house and point them to. Oh, this is when I get a little shaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snaps to that, snaps to that, snaps to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That memorization. Noah, any last words for for the good people of ITL? Mm. Well, I just want to thank you for having me on this. Wow. Um, it's definitely been a work in progress for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got to say. But no. anyways, like I was saying, I was supposed to record the episode like two months ago. That's why it's been such a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God's, God's still working on some people in the room. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Don't cry, people. We love you. If you're not already following us on IG, follow us now because some people in the room made me make an IG. We love you. We hope your like was ignited. Peace, people. Peace. Bye. <laughs>